Welcome to the Quantum Alignment Q&A, where we traverse through an array of healing modalities to educate, empower, and excite our listeners on their path of holistic health and wellness. In sharing various practitioners' experiences and insight, we hope to cultivate a deeper relationship between one's true self, the mental, physical, spiritual, and emotional bodies. And now, join naturopath, transpersonal psychologist, and cannabis therapy consultant, Dr. Pepper Hernandez. Welcome, and thank you so much for taking time to be present with us today. Our intention for this podcast is for each and every one of us to get one step closer to the highest version of our aligned self, mentally, physically, spiritually, and emotionally, each and every day. Today, my guest, Dr. Crescencia Felty, is a naturopathic doctor, a mind-body healer, and a psychedelic guide who helps people reverse, manage, and heal their health concerns or symptoms naturally. Her and I have a lot to talk about because I have a pretty good feeling we're on the same path or a very similar path. And we're probably going to be really good friends after this conversation. (laughs) Hi, Dr. Felty. Thank you for being here today. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. It's an honor. I am so excited to be with you today. I have so many questions and I truly believe that you and I are on similar paths. And it's very exciting to me to see other people in that field that is really being holistic. I'm truly holistic and opening themselves to multiple spaces. And that is what you do in your practice. So tell me a little bit about your particular healing modality within the holistic space. Okay. It is really holistic. I have integrated so many different pieces into what my modality is. Things from shamanism, functional medicine, mind-body counseling, spiritual counseling, somatic experiencing, neuro-linguistic programming, consciousness expansion. I mean, I integrate all those things. And of course, naturopathic medicine at the root of all of that, that's the foundation. And I've just merged all of those and use all of those different techniques for every single person in a unique way that serves them in that moment for whatever is coming up. And It's really been a journey because I started as a health coach and then I started to go to naturopathic medical school and then I started learning about mental health and emotional health and the gut-brain access and then I started working with a shaman and started studying shamanism and started learning about psychedelics. And so when someone comes to me, I have all these different tools, but I really ask 
my higher power, my great spirit, what should I do for this person? And I listen to my intuition and then I teach them how to listen to their intuition to activate their healing process, their healing physiology, because they're coming to us because they've been activating a different type of physiology that's causing more imbalance, that's causing disconnection, that's causing dis-ease. So I try to tap into all these different modalities to create a holistic approach. If someone really wants to do lab testing, let's do lab testing. If someone really wants supplements, let's find the best supplements for their body. If they have childhood trauma, I'm going to work on somatic experiencing and helping them release that trauma that's maybe stored in their body and do a lot of nervous system regulation. If they just want help with nutrition and diet advice, then I counsel them and they consult with me for that. So it really depends on what they're looking for, you know, and their concerns and meeting them where they're at and what they're ready and open for as well. Because some people are not open to psychedelic therapy. They don't even know it exists. Others are just looking for functional medicine. So again, it's really meeting them where they're at. That's so well said. And I love your journey. And I want to ask you how old you are, because that's inappropriate. It's okay. How many years have you been doing this? Maybe is more the question. How many years of education? Because you've done quite a bit and this takes time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a really good question. And honestly, my education started at home. It really did. My healing education started with the environmental exposures that I was exposed to, the childhood adverse events that I was exposed to. And I truly believe that I was forced to face a lot of things to help me become a mind-body healer, to really be able to teach someone how they can also heal. And so I really want to say that my education started when I got sick and when I was diagnosed with ulcerative colitis, because I was in and out of the hospital. I learned Western medicine by being a patient for so many years. I was on so many medications. I was on so many steroids. I was on biologics. I was on immune suppressants. You know, I was in high school and they wanted to remove my colon. They wanted to remove part of my liver. And they said that the only thing that was going to help me was surgery. And that if I did not go through with that, then they would discharge me of their practice. And that's what happened multiple times. So I want to say my education started then. I really learned Western medicine and got really knowledgeable with the way that works, with the way they see the body, the way they see health, the way they see us as patients. And I don't want to blame anyone because I think it's, you know, it's no one's fault. I think everyone gets into that field wanting to help people. But the curriculum is, as you I'm sure already know, is really focused on selling medications and disconnecting the body even further rather than teaching the patient that their mind, their diet, their surroundings, what they've been through is causing the physiology. So my education started there, Dr. Pepper. And then, yeah, from there, that kind of really fueled everything else. 
what an incredible story. And I think a lot of people who go through processes like this, there's two ways out of that, (laughs) right? There's either, how do I fix this myself? How do I continue to eagerly approach other types of health and wellness that can help me succeed? Or maybe not. And the other end of that spectrum looks so vast, right? Unhealthiness or giving up or all sorts of things. But it sounds like you have really taken it upon yourself to look at those maybe sometimes negative feelings physically, um, mentally, emotionally, I'm sure, and just thought, okay, I'm going to really figure it out myself. So how did that transfer? Because here you're ill. And then the next moment you're going and you're trying to figure out schooling and doing all of these things that you had shared with us, but there's a little gap in between there. So what's that jump like? Yes. Well, it definitely started with rebellion, Dr. Pepper. I mean, I was in high school. I was in college. I was just learning what it was like to not live at home and to drink alcohol and be social and fit in and belong in new circles of friends. So the last thing I was thinking was my health. All I was thinking is if I'm going to die, then I'm going to die my way. And that's how I lived for years. And of course, my mom was very concerned and worried and did not like that. And you know, constantly was checking in on me because of all the years in and out of the hospital and everything that she saw. But it took me years of rebelling and not listening to my body and putting a lot of poison in my body, a lot of processed foods, kind of just giving up, like you said. And it wasn't until, to be honest, I remember going to the ER with girlfriends after a night out And then telling me, you need to be on more medications. You have to do this. You have to do that. And I remember kind of laughing and scoffing because I just thought, I'm done. I'm done doing this. This isn't helping me. And then I moved to Chicago. And when I moved to Chicago, I started working at a gym uh, while I was in college. And there I was blessed to meet someone divinely who was a trainer there. And he was on a plant-based diet and we got to talking and I explained to him that I had my stomach issues and my stomach disease. And he said, you know, have you ever thought about going plant-based? Have you ever thought about maybe getting rid of all processed foods for a moment and eating just like spinach and chicken and salmon and asparagus and maybe only eat that maybe for like a month? And I thought, huh, that's totally different than the current diet that I'm eating, which was candy and ramen noodles and Chef Boyardee. I mean, I remember my roommate during college was just like, you have a stomach disease and you're eating all processed food. I I don't understand. And I remember telling her, the doctors never really taught me what to eat. They said I could eat whatever I want as long as it wasn't with a lot of fiber. So I stayed away from fiber. And what this personal trainer was saying to do was to increase my fiber and protein. So I did that. And for about a month, all of my symptoms started to go away. My urgency, my pain, my cramping, my bloating, it started to all disappear. And so I took away all my medications. I was taking about 14 pills a day at that time just to manage 
the symptoms that were still happening, but all the symptoms, once they started going away, I realized I don't need these medications, that food can be my medicine and that the doctors didn't know how to actually teach me how to heal. That really motivated me, Dr. Pepper. That was it. When I physically felt all the symptoms disappear, I felt freedom. It was the first time I didn't feel like a prisoner in my body in years. And that set me off. It lit a fire in me. And then I was in school at the time for broadcast journalism. And so I thought, I'm going to write about health. I'm going to tell people that food is medicine, that we need to stay away from processed foods, that they can heal themselves. Well, that didn't go really well in mainstream news outlets because a lot of ads are paid for big box fast food companies. And so I wasn't happy there. I wasn't fulfilled. And that is what led me working for a doctor who ran an integrative office in Chicago. And her vision was my vision. I was so enthralled by her. She was amazing. She was a chiropractor. She had about 20 practitioners working for her, a holistic office that I never even knew existed. I didn't know what acupuncture was. I didn't know what chiropractic was. I had no idea what these modalities were. I started getting adjusted. I started taking supplements. I started talking to one of the social workers there. And then there was a natural medicine doctor there. And she started talking to me about my childhood. And that was when I really started to heal is finding out that I was holding on to a lot of anger, a lot of resentment from my childhood, eating up my stomach. So that I would say is what then led me to naturopathic medical school. And then I received that training. And then there in internship in my clinic, we started to really learn. My whole cohort started to learn about mental health. We started to get training called holistic counseling by Dr. Moshe Block from Canada. And he really helped us understand how the subconscious mind can create disease in the body. And that opened me up. And I realized I need to go to therapy. (laughs) I need to heal myself way more than what I was taught and that we have that capacity. And it's just, it's been just kind of opening the floodgates since then. And I've just been doing all different kinds of modalities, learning about them, hypnotherapy, acupuncture. I mean, you name it, biofeedback. I've tried all these different things, massage, and all of them just remind me and reinforce this beautiful message that we have the power to heal. And so I truly, at the time, Dr. Pepper thought that my disease was a curse. I mean, I remember being in high school, missing out on events, missing out on graduation, missing out on different things, wishing, you know, and asking, why me? I don't understand and being so angry even more than I already was. And now I understand that that was all leading up to this. I totally resonate with that. My journey was very similar. In short, uh, it was more on the epileptic side versus stomach issues. However, you know, I also questioned why me? Why did this happen? And I, like yourself, recognize now, of course, it was just, it was a portion of my path that led me in this direction. 
And I'm grateful now that that did happen because who knows which direction I would have went. I mean, I would have always been a good human and I would have always wanted to help people. But, you know, going this deep down the rabbit hole of holistic health, I'm not certain if I would have seen it happen. So it's really exciting to come across people like you who have similar stories. And I just feel like you and I off air could probably talk for hours and hours and hours. So I hope that we do. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. But for the listeners, I have some questions for you because I'm certain that some of the words that you mentioned we have yet to cover on our show in the last three years. Somatic healing is one that I don't think our listeners are familiar with. I would love for you to go into that. And and NLP, I love both of those, but I don't think we have had anyone on who could clearly state what they are and how they could help. Do you mind sharing with us on that? Absolutely. Yes. Yes. So I'll first start with somatic healing. Somatic healing was transformative for me. Uh, And again, that's why I use it for so many people because I can feel, I can feel how helpful it is. But somatic means in the body. And so when we are constantly in our minds and we are overthinking and we are thinking about the past, we're thinking about the future. Oh, what if this happens? I have this to do. You know, we live in a society where we're always thinking, which of course is helpful. But when it becomes too much, we are never present and in our body. And then the body has to communicate to us. And the only way to get our attention is through symptoms. And so with somatic healing, we practice going into the body and feeling what's happening. And I'll give you an example from a patient that I saw yesterday. She had a migraine. She's weaning off her antidepressants and she has a very bad migraine on both sides of her temples. I had her close her eyes, bring all her attention to the temples and feel them and be curious about them and notice how they felt. And I asked her to describe what shape is the feeling? Is there color to the feeling? It helps us get in to the body rather than be in our heads. And when we start doing that, oh, and it can feel kind of weird. But when we start to do that and we go, oh, it's, it's yellow and they're triangles. Oh, okay. Interesting. Are they heavy? Oh, they're so heavy. They might say, oh, where are they pulling down into? Oh, this one's about here. This one's here. Now they're totally in their body. They're not in their head. They're not thinking about yesterday or tomorrow. They're fully present and in their body. And that's exactly what somatic healing is, is practicing. And when we go through certain experiences, it can be scary to be in the body. We don't feel safe to be in the body, as I'm sure you know. And so it's just a modality to practice that connection and heal that mind-body relationship so well said. I love that. And now I really want to know what's going on with the triangles, but patient <laughs> confidentiality, we're not going to talk. <laughs> right, right, right. I understand. But no, I love that. And thank you for sharing that. And now what about NLP? How can you describe that for our listeners? Yeah, yeah. Um, let's see. How do I explain it? It's a, I would say that it's a way of changing someone's thoughts and behaviors to help achieve desired outcomes. 
I think that's the easiest thing to describe it. And it is an approach to really help organize thoughts, memories. So I had a client, she was a a young child and she, this is just an example for you. She saw her grandfather pass away on the kitchen floor and, you know, she wasn't even 10. Okay. So this was hard for her. This was a memory that was sticking with her. She was having nightmares. So what we did with NLP is we had her go into that memory and shrink it and move away from it in her mind. And we kept doing it until she felt safe and far enough away from that memory. And once she did that, her nightmare stopped because she was far enough away where it wasn't in her face like she remembered. And so there are so many different ways to use NLP, but that's just one example. So would you say NLP, which for our listeners is neuro-linguistic programming? Oh, yes. Would you say that that is like hypnosis in the way that you're using it? Or how does it differ? Hmm, That's a good question. I would say it differs because in hypnosis, you are getting them into a theta state, a meditative state, which I I love. I think it can be really beneficial. And then you're getting into the subconscious. I personally don't even use that step. All I do is have them think about it. So I think there's a, a little difference there. With hypnosis, you're really getting them into a calm meditative state. You're making sure that you're going in to the subconscious where in NLP, we could just be talking right now and I could, you know, we could talk about a memory and then I could have you go, you know, visualize that in your mind. How does that feel? Is that really close? And we could just talk about it rather than getting you into a theta state. Love that. I am a huge fan of all of these things. And I will confess that I am a big subconscious programmer. So at night, I listen to, you know, positive affirmations. Yes. uh, (laughs) Love that. I love that. I have done that. And I tap into that regularly and tell people Mm -hmm. to do that as well. I think it's powerful. You know, things that are lifting you up. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much for being here. We're going to take a quick little break to give a shout out to a local aligned business that I love so very much. I think that you will too. And when we come back, we're going to talk to Dr. Felty about daily rituals, nourishing self-care, and also a little bit of psilocybin talk if you can. (laughs) We'll be right back. Ever dream of becoming a cannabis therapy consultant or learning more on how cannabis heals? For a deeper understanding of your own body and mind connection using sacred medicine, take time to dive into classes anytime, anywhere with a new online program. For more information, connect on drpepperhernandez.com. This is a 10-month program, one class a month. 
the Cannabis Holistic Institute provides the most potent teachers Humboldt County has to offer. Students have access to Google Classrooms for downloadable handouts, charts, PowerPoint presentations, and more. Also a live streaming on Facebook, bonus pop-up classes, gifted info, and edited videos available on YouTube. Classes from History of Cannabis, The Biology of Cannabis, Specific Strains and Effects, Cannabis Healing Properties, Juicing, Edibles, and Tinctures, Cultivation and Production, Cannabis Medicine Making, Women in Cannabis Conference, Legalities and Legislations, The Cannabis Business, and more. So welcome back. Thank you so much for being here with us. Let me reintroduce our guest, Dr. Felty, a naturopath, and she's got so many things going on. Dr. Felty, first off, I didn't even ask, where is your practice and what do most people come to you for as their guidance? They look to you for guidance. What do they come to you for? Yes, that's a great question. So my office is in Chicago. And I see people in that office. I also do virtual appointments outside of Chicago. So I have a lot of clients all over. And what they come to me for is to feel better. They are having chronic issues and they've probably already been to other doctors and they have not had answers. And so they are looking for a natural way to heal themselves. I would say a lot of people come to me with gut health issues, bloating, cramping, problems with digestion. They also come to me a lot for anxiety, depression, PTSD, a lot of mental health stuff, a lot of hormone imbalance, PMS, coming off birth control pills and regulating their hormones. It really just depends. I have a lot of kiddos on the spectrum as well. So helping them get their nutrition well for them, get their gut well. So it really depends. It's a wide range of conditions and concerns and symptoms, but ultimately they are tired of feeling the way they feel and they haven't had answers anywhere else. So you're pretty much a general physician at this point and you're specializing in... Yes. So I am, I would say that I'm a consultant. I like to always tell people I'm a natural medicine consultant, come to me for natural medicine. And I specialize in gut health, mental health, and women's health. Those are my three pillars, just because that's what I see the most. But again, I see everything. Someone can come in for back pain, knee pain, headaches, but the majority of people are coming in because something's bothering them in their stomach, their mind, or in their hormones. And we're very holistic. So those are all connected. And that's what you find out as soon as someone comes in, right? I love that. Exactly. So tell me a little bit about how you started going into the psychedelic world and how you utilize that either personally or with your clients slash patients. Yes, great question. I would say when I was in my clinic internship in naturopathic medical school, I had a friend of mine, a colleague and a peer 
who invited me to the Chicago Psychedelic Meetup Group. And it was run by psychiatrists and psychologists. And every month they would get together, they would go over a research article at a local pub, and we would chat about the research and up and coming, you know, discussions. And everyone would just be really excited about psychedelics as medicine, as therapy. So I went to one of these meetups and I just really got excited as well with these people, with these researchers, also with psychonauts, people who do psychedelics. They also came and we were networking. And I realized that, wow, these plants, specifically the plants, have a power to heal. And I was already on a plant-based journey myself with cannabis, with my plant-based diet. So learning about different plants, uh, different plant medicine was very, very intriguing to me. So I started to do research. I started to learn more. I started to talk to a few of the psychiatrists and psychologists there. And we just kept going and learning. And then I remember that same friend, he had recommended that I applied for the California Institute of Integral Studies program to become well-versed in psychedelic research and therapies. And I did that. I went to California right before right before I graduated. And I learned about all these different therapies and all the research that they've been doing for the past 50, 60 years and how they use these plant medicines and synthetic medicines in a clinical way. And I was honestly blown away, Dr. Pepper, because I was sitting there at one of the conference weekends and I remember Dr. Bill Richards, he's an amazing uh, psychologist. He might be a psychiatrist, but he is a beautiful human. He was one of the elders in that program. And he's been a part of research in New York University for the past 50 years. And he's explaining how psychedelic therapy can help us transform our minds, help with PTSD, help us heal uh, spiritually, mentally, emotionally, physically. And he was really talking a lot about psilocybin mushrooms and how they've helped all these people with PTSD specifically. And as he's going through these symptoms, as he's going through everything, I'm realizing that I am there because I had PTSD. And it was an aha moment. And that's what was calling me is to heal that piece. You know, I've been working on the stomach for so long. And as I removed that layer and slowly healed that layer, then another layer popped up. And I realized I had to work on that. And I started to use psychedelics to really help heal. And I'm so grateful just because I have used psilocybin mushrooms in a really beautiful way in nature and in a clinical way several times to face a lot of things from my past to cry and cleanse and detox. And every time I would do that, my stomach would get even better and it would get even better. And it was from that program that I started to learn about ayahuasca and how ayahuasca can help us on a genetic level. And I was curious because I never did ayahuasca before, but I heard about it. I was reading, uh, I was reading, there was a, a beautiful book and it's called The Cosmic Serpent. And it talks about ayahuasca 
and these theories of how deep it heals and how well it cleanses us of all the things uh, that we need cleansing of. And so I went down for research to do ayahuasca two years ago, and I faced a lot of things. It was, it was like, uh, it was like all my work with psilocybin had led me to those ceremonies and it was pretty beautiful and hard, very hard, but I learned really important lessons around my gut and a lot of respect and reverence to my body in a way that it almost solidified all the years that I had been working on everything. And when I came back, my stomach had never been better. I, I kind of can't even believe it because when my mom asked me, how's your stomach? I tell her, I truly feel like I healed it. And it's known to be incurable. But through that, my stomach has never been the same. It's been more normal than it has been in 20 years. So that's my, my journey. <laughs> First off, congratulations. And I'm one of those types of people that if you say that it cannot be cured, I'm almost like excited about trying harder. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to figure it out because it's simple. Like we're humans, you know, mm -hmm. it's simple. We, we can't figure it out. Now, with that being said, there are difficult things that happen and I wouldn't touch a lot of those, of course. And, you know, I want to also be gentle with the people that have passed due to physical ailments that they were not able to heal from. Yes. With yes. all of that being said, I have to do both sides. I have to congratulate you. And then also, you know, we've got listeners out there that yes, I was yes. honored as well. And their loved ones have been honored. So when you say, and this is just me being super curious, when you mm -hmm. say, I went down, I did the research with ayahuasca and it helped heal me and I came back, my stomach issues are healed. There's a lot there that you're not telling us. Oh yeah. <laughs> because that's not, I don't want our listeners to think you can just, and this is, this is being from California, you know, go to Malibu and have a ceremony with a shaman for the weekend and everything's healthy and healed. <laughs> That's not how that works. Oh, and no. Don't think, Dr. Felty, that that is what you're saying at all. But can you give us a little more information? Uh, you did say it was trying or it was hard, but just a little bit more insight on that one. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. That's so good. And it's so true. I mean, anyone who wants to work with psychedelics with me, I tell them up front, are you ready? Are you really ready? You know, are you ready to go as deep as the plants or the medicine are going to take you? Because a lot of times you don't get what you want. You're going to get what you need. And that is exactly what I did. I got what I needed which was beautiful and full of ecstasy, but it was also painful, hard, gross. <laughs> it was scary. You know, you are connecting with your soul again, and it's so painful. It's so painful because what's happening when you do that is that you also let go a little bit of your ego. And all the things that you think matter, it's really hard. And when I came back from doing Aya for the first time, Dr. Pepper, I actually, I came back 
And I thought I had it all figured out. And I was so wrong, but it turned my world upside down. I came back. I left my relationship at the time of five and a half years. I moved into a new apartment and then spent a whole year grieving and questioning myself, regretting what I had done and having to heal and embrace and trust that what I did was the right thing for me. Very hard, not easy work. And then you go back into the world after learning all these different lessons with Aya, with psilocybin, with LSD, with MDMA. And the most important part is integration, but it's also the hardest part because, you know, one of the lessons I've learned, I'll, I'll let you in on this, is I have been embarrassed of my gut. I've been embarrassed of the way my body responds to food, the way I've been embarrassed of going to the bathroom and going number two. I have never wanted to let anyone know that I do that. It's always been a secret. It's always been very shameful. And so that learning how to heal that and coming back into your daily life and hanging out with your friends and hanging out with your family it takes little action steps and you have to keep doing that. And you have to keep putting that the wisdom that you learned into practice. And it takes a long time to digest that wisdom. You know, something I learned is to not, <laughs> you don't go down to do psychedelic therapy and then you keep doing it. You have to chew on it and chew on the wisdom and integrate it. and. And your problems don't go away. You learn your problems and you embrace them. You manage them. You learn to love all the parts of you that you don't want to own. That's the truth of the journey. It's like the dark night of the soul for me. It was the dark night of the soul for a year. Very, very hard. You know, you faced your deepest fears around death, around dying. Yeah. Thank you. I think that is so well said. And I think that's what I was wanting you to share because not many people share what you just did, that you shared, you get the lessons, they're in front of you, but you have to work on them. You have to see those lessons and then integrate them into your reality on a daily basis for years to come. And people don't hear that often. They hear ayahuasca healed me and I did it over a weekend. <laughs> and you're like, wait, 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 what? Um, because I, you know, as a naturopath and transpersonal psychologist, work cannabis therapy consultant, as I work with people who come back from these retreats, working with all of this plant medicine, it's wonderful and it's lovely, but they need years to integrate sometimes. Yes. And a it, lifetime. Yeah, a oh, lifetime. Lifetimes for some people. Mm -hmm. um, but I'm just talking about the clients that I particularly have. They they need help afterwards. And it coming from you who has so much education, who has guided yourself 
through all of this healing journey solo. I mean, yes, you've had influences and mentors and teachers, but I mean, that energy came from you. You know, you're a very strong human and you guided yourself through all of those times. So if you had to take the time to do that, the person without all of that education, all of that knowledge, that they need to be respectful and recognized. It's going to take a little, a little while. Yes. So how many books do you have coming out? Because you should have about a dozen by now. Because yeah. I would read all of them, Dr. Felty. Your story is so amazing. Any Thank books? you. Thank <laughs> you. No books at the moment. You know, it, there's a small tap, you know, on my shoulder all the time. Like, hey, hey, but... I feel like my story is still happening. It is, but you have so many stories here. You know, you've had so many journeys and I would love to have you back on when you get started on your first book. Um, (laughs) Tell everyone, tell everyone how we can find you out there in the interwebs. Yes, uh, you can go to my website, drfelty.com. You can find me on all different types of social media outlets. Uh, my handle is at Dr. Felty or at Dr. C. Felty. Uh, you can email me at, uh, let's see, what is it? Info at drfelty.com. And of course, you can call my office. Uh, my office is Balance Health and Wellness in Chicago. Wonderful. Thank you so much for taking time to be on our show today and help encourage others to get one step closer to their highest aligned self, their mental, physical, emotional, and spiritual bodies through your story. I appreciate you for being here. I just, I adore you. I'm so excited to have met you. I think that we have some things that we can chat about after. So thank you. Yes, absolutely. I couldn't agree more. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate you. Yes. And to our audience, thank you so much for tuning in. I'm your host, Dr. Pepper Hernandez, and let's make this your very best life ever. 